Hello, and welcome back to At the Kitchen Table with Macroworks. I'm Burgundy, and as always, I'm here with Coach Trey. Hey, what's up, guys? And this is Season 3, Episode 16. Almost at 18, but I yeah, got it. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, we are back. We took a break last week. I don't know about you guys, but the end of the year is just insane, especially, I mean, I'm sure it's like that for everybody, but especially if you have children. So, anyways, needless to say... We're back. <laughs> and this summer is going to be interesting. So y'all are just going to have to bear with us because the background noise is probably going to be level 1,000 because we'll have three kids at home while we're trying to do this. Because it's not just at the kitchen table for funsies. It's literally at our kitchen we table that we're recording this. actual kitchen table. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, I, am, I'm, I think it's going to be fine. But I'm excited to keep this going. But we are going to start today with some client shout outs like we always do. It's the most exciting part. And also, I'm a little under the weather, if you can't tell from my voice, so sorry if I sound a little funky today or you hear some coughing. Just bear with us. Yes. We're here. <laughs> we're going to get it done. Everything's going to be great. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to start off with Allison Brunner. She has hit 10 pounds gone, so we are so proud of her. And then another 10 pound gone for Candace Luckett, number two on our list. They are just killing it. We all know how I feel about that milestone. Kind of just gets it started. So it's really exciting when you finally hit that milestone because it's like, oh, wow, I'm doing it. I can do this. And then the next stop's 15, 20, and it's just all gas from there. Both all gas, no break, right? Yeah. <laughs> all gas, no break. That's I've never safe. heard that saying. but uh, I have. That's uh, yeah. weird. Rinkers have really weird we have sayings. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm surprised we never heard that one. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, but yeah, and both of those ladies are both getting really, really close to their goal. Yeah, weight, they so didn't have much better. to go, so That's we're right. super excited for them. Um, and then third on our list is Haley Edwards. Haley's someone that we've we grew up with in our hometown, so she's always a special shout out for me. But she's also someone that is a go getter. She's a rock star mom, and she's done this before. And she is someone that just always just does so great with everything she does. She puts a hundred percent of her best effort in. Um, and she kind of just needed that daily accountability again, and she's already five pounds gone. Yeah, killing so it. So she's doing great. Super proud of you and happy to have you back, Kaylee. Yeah. And then the last one for me is Jennifer Gwynn, and this is a kind of a, a funny shout-out. Not funny, but she hits, she hit 10 pounds gone, but we're not actually trying to lose right now. Not funny, ha-ha. Not funny, ha-ha, but, but funny yeah, is yeah. a <laughs> – that's not the goal right now. We're actually in a reverse with her. We're reversing back up to get her to a maintenance target that her body does well at because she – started did great hit her goal weight now we're reversing back up but her body keeps dropping weight like crazy and her calories keep going up mm -hmm. and she's like oh my gosh this is so much food and I'm like well you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> but still she that's just a testament to how hard she's working how consistent she has been and I, I think I've said this before but I call it like the sweet spot for people like you can go especially for I mean myself included this is why I have this analogy but like the sweet pot, sweet spot is like you can go for weeks and weeks and weeks doing everything right, being super consistent, and you maybe lose a little tiny bit or stay the same, and it's kind of frustrating because you're like, man, I'm putting all this work in, work in, and I'm not seeing the rewards. And then eventually, after like a month or so, for some people, they hit that sweet spot if they've been consistent, and then it's just like the wheels start turning mm -hmm. and that weight just starts dropping like crazy, and they finally hit that sweet spot. But the reason that happens. It's because you're being consistent and your body's like, okay, this is our normal now. I guess I'll stop fighting this and I'm going <laughs> to respond how you want me to. And so we're super proud of you, Jennifer. Um, your results are just a testament of how hard you're working. So anyways, I'm going to let Trey take over now. No, no, no. So yeah, she's a, all four of those ladies are rock stars. So awesome job. All right. So the next one on our list, uh, switching it over to the dudes, 
we have Lofton is at 20 pounds gone. So Lofton is just freaking killing it, man. So he's a, another one of those that's super, getting super, super close to his goal weight. He just stays super consistent, just keeping after it. So yep. Lofton, we're just <clears throat> super proud of you, man. All right. Next one on our list is Misty. We've got some big ones on these. I so, know. So Misty's at 26 pounds gone. Boop, boop. So yeah, actually, yeah, almost 27 now. Cause yeah, this is yeah. from our last, from last week. <laughs> Sorry. So she's actually, yeah, she's actually at 20, almost 27 pounds gone. So just, man, just killing it. We are doing, yeah, those. Yeah. Some big ones. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> man, wow. we're killing this. Have we're we ever done this podcast right before? Now. I, I know. know. <laughs> right? Okay. It's been so, a while. Yeah. <laughs> and the last one we have on our list is Sabrina Dreyer. And she is at 10 pounds gone. So, man, we just had some good milestones today. We so, really we're just did. super, super proud of everybody. And this is all happening the last couple of weeks of summer. So, mm-hmm. I think or that that needs year. to be said. Right or, before or, summer. Yeah, yeah, right before yeah. summer, not the last. See, no, this, my like brain is scrambled. Y'all are just going to have to bear with me. Pretty much, you know, from, yeah, I think almost all of these are parents. All mm-hmm. these are, you know, so, I mean, these are, they're fighting through school just like everybody else right yep. now. They're fighting through all the difficult, busy, super tough times right now. And, and we've had this conversation with many people, I feel like, this week because it does feel super overwhelming, especially these last couple of weeks of school, just because, man, I feel like it's just times 20 because we're just thrown with all these, like, activities and extra school things and all of this stuff, and finishing out the year is just always chaotic. And so we've really been trying to remind ourselves and our clients to, hey, there's a lot of things out of your control these last couple of weeks of school, but there's also things that are still in your control. So don't let those things out of your control force you to lose sight of what is actually still in your control and remain in control of those things. Like you're still in control of your food choices, even if you have to eat out, mm-hmm. you're still in control of being able to prep and plan your day ahead of time the night before you can prep your protein still to set you up for success. Like little actions like that or do a grocery pickup if you know you're running low. So that way when you're running home from whatever you're doing, you can pick it up or have it delivered to you. Things like that are really why these people are seeing such great results even with chaotic lives going on because none of these people are going to sit here and tell you like yeah I've I've hit 20 pounds gone or 26 pounds gone or 10 pounds gone or whatever because my life was perfect and it was really easy and everything just was really easy to stay on top of that's not the case nope they remained on what they were in control over and that's why they're seeing these great results and they ad- they're adaptable and they're figuring out their schedules and making their food align with what their schedules are and fitting it into their day versus just feeling overwhelmed and like I just couldn't do it but they, you can mm-hmm. if you are strategic and smart about it. And so we're super proud of you guys. Yeah. Awesome job, everybody. So that kind of like brings us into what our topic is for today. Because again, we like to go by recurring themes of the week. And I feel like the majority of our clients this week are struggling with motivation, which is totally normal. Like, I feel like people get so like, well, motivation isn't there. I'm just, I'm a failure. I'm the I gotta worst. I got to quit or I got to It's yeah. like, no, no, that's normal. You're human. You, no one feels motivated all the time. And so, especially this time of year, like summer's right around the corner. Things are changing. Schedules are changing. People want to go on vacation. People want to have fun. Like, and it's really easy to kind of like put our goals to the back burner But there are people who, you know, their goals are still really important and they still have a lot to work on. And so they don't want to push their goals to the back burner. But what do you do when that motivation isn't there? Like, it's really difficult to push yourself to make those healthy choices and to do what you know you need to do to stay on track when you just don't want to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so that's a huge gap for a lot of people and why they quit on the summers. And then they come back after summer 30 pounds heavier with regrets, you know. 
And there's, there's definitely a balance to be found between like living life in the summer and also still prioritizing your goals. But I will tell you from experience that you may have to sacrifice some things if you're still in the middle of working towards your goals. Like for me, I had so many summers while I was still losing my 100 pounds that I did have to sacrifice a lot. Now that I'm at my goal weight, that's not the case. I mean, obviously I'm not doing crazy stuff where I'd gain all my weight back, but <laughs> I don't even miss those things anymore. And my summers are full of fun stuff, activities with the kids. I don't have to be as strict with logging if I don't want to be. I just make healthy choices and maintain my weight and live my best life. That's the goal. But that doesn't mean that every summer leading up to this was that way. I did have to be a lot more disciplined when I was losing the weight than I do have to be now. But my point is, if you can rely on discipline when it's necessary, eventually you're going to get to a place where it doesn't matter if motivation is there. I am the last person that's going to tell you that I'm motivated every day because I'm definitely mm -hmm. not. But I was disciplined for so long when it mattered that now I've created those healthy habits to where now it's just what I do naturally. It's just who I am. It's my life. I don't think twice about it. And so when motivation isn't there, the way we create it again or the way we stay on track, regardless if it's there or not, is being self-disciplined. Um, because all change in anything you do in life, but especially when you're trying to change some habits when it comes to your nutrition and lifestyle is going to be really difficult at first. Like some people, it's really easy because they do have high motivation when they start. But what happens is even those people get to the middle of their journey and that motivation is almost non-existent. And that's what you see people quitting and going right back to where they were versus going the distance and getting to their goal weight and staying there. It's those moments that mean more than even the beginning of your journey do. Um, so it's really hard to make that change at first, but you have to get up consistently and fight through that discomfort and fight through those temptations and remain disciplined because your goals are important. So that way you can build up those healthy habits that are required to get you to where you want to be and keep you there. And if you truly want that change in your life and to become a better version of yourself or whatever version you're trying to create, you have to be disciplined. Like there's no way of getting around that. And discipline often gets like a really bad rep. It's almost like a negative thing. When we tell people like you have to be disciplined, people are like, oh, I'm yeah. offended. But yeah. it's like <laughs> discipline is actually the best form of self-care that you can do for yourself. It is like in anything you do, not just with food, like being disciplined in your finances gives you the life that you want to live later. Mm -hmm. Being disciplined with your nutrition now gives you the life that you want to live later. Like people are always so focused on the, I want it now. I want to feel good now. That's not how it works. You have to be disciplined to create that life later that you want to be able to live. But if you stop in the middle because a summer came up or every time a vacation comes up or every time fill in the blank, you're never going to get there because all the only habit you're building is, okay, when motivation isn't there, we quit because we just can't do it anymore. Yeah. Um, if summer's around the corner and I still have weight to lose, who cares? It's summer. I'm going to quit. Like that's going to happen the rest of your life. And so why not dedicate this next year, these next five months, however long it takes or you need to get to your goal weight to remain disciplined so later next summer or two summers from now you're at your goal weight and you don't have to be that disciplined anymore you can live life and just make healthy choices and live your life to the fullest like yeah. people get so caught up on I can't do this forever I can't track my food forever I can't weigh my food forever and it's like you Good. shouldn't <laughs> you're missing the point you're yeah. being disciplined now to set you up for a life later well, did you want to add something yeah no I was just you know it's got me thinking too like it's it's a sign of maturity when you can delay gratification, you know, like you can delay pleasure until, you know, like, so we didn't get to be, you know, didn't get to overweight or we didn't get to where we are by doing everything perfectly, mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, and that's the thing is 
people feel like they can just, you know, I just, when I'm not, when I'm motivated, I'll do it. When I'm not, I won't. But that's the thing, <laughs> you know, it's people don't realize that, you know, I guess, okay. So the, I think the common misconception is that I have to be motivated to be disciplined when actually it's the opposite. opposite. So it's actually, so when you are disciplined, you see progress. When you see progress, you're motivated. And that's creating and that, motivation. And then motivation, you know, and then that <laughs> motivation and that discipline creates new habits. And those new habits set you up for life. So that you know, way, so, two summers later, right. like I talked about, like at the when beginning. When you're not motivated, you just go, oh, well, you don't even think habit. about it. Yeah, yes, you don't even think about it. Because it's a habit now. Right. It's your, that's the, that's the literal definition of creating a lifestyle change. But it doesn't just happen because you're motivated and it's easy. It yeah. happens because you're disciplined. To the point where now your life has changed completely and these habits that you're falling back on that are unhealthy habits are going to be replaced with healthy habits that you're going to naturally fall back on later. It doesn't happen overnight. It, it took me three, seven years to get to this point. Like, yeah. and a lot of people don't realize that, but you know, I guess real, t- real quick too, mm-hmm. you know, I think another thing to, just to, just to bring up too, is people are really bad about thinking about only in the short term. Mm-hmm. So all the people that I follow that are super successful, all the people, you know, they have a long-term mindset and they think about, you know, not just what's going to happen tomorrow, what's going to happen 20 years from now, from their finances to their health, those kind of things. So they're constantly thinking about long-term things. So if I'm doing, you know, so say that I'm just going to go really hard, stop drinking for a year, get to my goal weight, and then I'm just going to go back to normal. That's not how life works. <laughs> you can't, you know, or or I'm going to go back to eating cake and pie and candy and right. just like I always have in, my, in the past. Well, I mean, but if you're starting to make a change because you want different results than what you're getting, that change can't be temporary. Right. Like it has to be a permanent change. Right. Or you're going to, or your, so your results, your yeah. results will be temporary. And a lot of people <laughs> don't want to hear that because they're in that beginning stage where it seems impossible. And yeah. I'll tell you guys, like, if this gives anybody hope today, like if, if I would have heard this when I was 230 pounds at the beginning of my journey and I was just starting out and people were telling me like, you can never go back to doing what you're doing now. Or you, like, I would have been defeated. I would have been like, well, I can't do that because I love this. Like, I mm-hmm. love these foods that I'm eating. Yeah. I can't imagine going a week without There's my Dairy no Queen Blizzard. There's no way I can like, eat chicken strips every day. <laughs> chicken strips and yeah. Dairy Queen Blizzard. It's like, oh my gosh. Like, I have a podcast about what my nutrition used to be like before. There was a reason I was depressed and 100 pounds overweight. Let's just put it that way. But my point is, like, back then when I heard those things, I was not in a mental state to really comprehend what that actually meant. And to me, it just seemed hard. It seemed hard and a negative thing that I was going to have to say no to these things. I was going to have to deprive myself of these things. And that felt negative and hard and not anything I wanted to do. It almost felt like a punishment. But it's quite the opposite. Like now at my goal weight, I don't want those things anymore. No one explained that to me when I was trying to be disciplined at first. You're not even going to want to do that anymore because you're going to realize how good it feels to live the life that you're supposed to be living all along. And so... Yeah, at the beginning, it was hard to say no to those things. And thinking, oh, I have to say no to these things for the rest of my life. I mean, re- not realistically, you can have those things every now and then. But on a consistent basis, no. like, I'm never going to be able to do this again. Like, seemed like such a bad thing. But now that I'm on the other side, it's like, I don't want to. Well, just just for just an example, is we were pretty heavy drinkers at one point in time. Mm-hmm. And the thought of not, 
like yeah, we're like we're not going to have any friends and we're not going to have <laughs> no you know, fun. We're, we're not going to have any fun. Nope. You know, and, and I then, have social anxiety, and, so I used alcohol, <laughs> alcohol as a way <laughs> to like socialize. So I really thought, man, if I don't have that liquid courage, I'm not going to be then able to talk we'll to anybody. Never have a, yeah. <laughs> But it's quite the opposite. Yes. Like we actually gained so many things that we didn't even, we didn't even know existed because we had never felt what it felt like to live a healthy life. Like yeah. we didn't know what it felt like to have a healthy lifestyle and all those things that we were thinking that we had to say no to in a negative way, were actually opening up doors to be able to find the, the beauty of other things that we didn't even know existed. And it's a beautiful life that I don't even want those mm -hmm. things anymore because I know the difference now. And so if that's you listening to this and you're like, well, I don't even want to start because I could never do that. I could never go without having this. And it's like, you can mm -hmm. and you will, I promise. And you'll be sitting on the other side if you can remain on discipline thinking, oh my gosh, like I don't even want that. And that's when like you, a lifestyle change really isn't something you're even aware that's happening. It happens slowly over time until eventually, like in my case, seven years later, I'm sitting here and I'm like, my kids has a, has a birthday party and I'm like, I don't even want cake. Mm -hmm. And before I started this, I would have been obsessing about that cake. If I would have had to tell myself, no, I would have been poor me. I'm a victim. I can't enjoy everything like everyone else can. I would have came home. I would have been obsessing about the cake. And then I would have binge ate that night. If we're yeah. being honest, that's probably what happened. And now me, I go to a party and it's not even a second thought so, in my yeah. head. Yeah. If I want cake, I'll eat a little bit of it, but I, I honestly do not even want it. And so that's what I mean. Like, you create these habits over time by remaining disciplined to the point where you actually create a lifestyle change over time. And then you just turn into the person that you're trying to become and it's easy and you don't want to go back. It's not hard anymore. And another thing that really resonated with me about that, especially if you're at those beginning stages where it is still hard and you're having to force discipline because it's not natural at this point, it's not easy for you because it's just a big change and that's normal. But again, everything is difficult when you're trying to create a huge change at the beginning, but that doesn't mean it's going to be difficult mm -hmm. forever. And something that I heard the other day, I made a post about it a while back, but I think it's good in case you didn't see it. I think it's a really cool like analogy to use. Maybe not analogy is the word, but just a way, a perspective to think about it. And so I talked about how like before having to say no to those things or having to say no to drinks or another drink that didn't fit into my target or having to say no to food because I didn't plan it into my day or I know it doesn't align with my goals used to feel like a negative thing and that it was like I was in a victim almost to where, oh my gosh, I'm so sad because I can't have these things. And having to say no was hard and so and negative. And so I read a devotional the other day that said, find joy in saying no to worldly pleasures. And I love that so much. And I love that way of thinking because I think it really resonates to all areas of our life. Like, of course, my devotional was talking about like saying no to worldly pleasures that aren't aligned with like, you know, your faith and stuff like that and denying self so you can, you know, live in Christ. But it made me think about in aspects to like our health and our food as well. Like when I say no to things that don't align with my health goals, I can find joy in saying no when I really think about it and change that perspective and focus on reality. Because for me, saying no to those things equals having my life back and remaining in control. Saying no to those things equals actually having energy and wanting to get up and work out and wanting to be active and play with my kids versus just laying on the couch all day because I physically cannot get up and move because of the foods I'm eating and not moving my body made me feel so sick all the time. And I felt like crap 24 seven and I literally couldn't move. Mm -hmm. Saying no 
to those unhealthy things and unhealthy habits equals not being 100 pounds overweight, depressed, not being able to get out of bed, not being the mom my kids deserve, not being the wife that my husband deserves, and being a shell of myself because I was poisoning myself with food every single day. Saying no equals breaking those unhealthy chains that chains that were handed down to me so my kids can grow up thinking that healthy is normal and they're not going to have to have the same issues that I did with food. And it's not going to be such a hard thing in their life that they're going to have to remain disciplined. They're not going to have to focus on breaking chains for their kids because I did that for them. Mm -hmm. That's what no equals for me. And so, yes, there is joy in saying no. And so if you're listening to this, and you have that normal mentality like of, oh my gosh, I have to say no. I have to say no again. This is poor me. I can't go out on the weekends. I can't do this. Change that dialogue in your head and find the joy. What does that no actually mean? No means getting your life back. And that is a joyful thing to celebrate. So every time you have to say no, instead of being like, oh, I'm so sad. Be like, I'm so excited. I get to say no because this equals fill in the blank. And yeah. so I think that that's just a really cool way to look at it. Well, you know, just another thing too, is I think people think about the, you know, this is just a, well, it's a lifelong sacrifice that I'm going to be doing from now on. I'm, this is going to be hard. And the next, you know, I'm going to do all these really hard things for the next 80 years. And that's just my life now. Yeah. But I if mean, that's, if you make it hard, right. it's going to be hard. And that's the thing too, is like when you, when we're on fat loss, and, or you have, you know, yeah, when you're on fat loss or you're trying to gain to a certain point or something like that, it might suck for that very short amount of time. But like, if I just really think about like our health journey is, you know, it's a lifelong journey, but the hardest part of it was fat loss for me. And, you know, from maintenance on, I mean, once I made it to my goal weight, I, it has not been a struggle for me. So just thinking that the, you know, it took me 11 months to get to my goal weight. And just from when I started tracking to when I got to my goal weight and that 11 months to say, say if I live to be a hundred years old and, you know, say in this rounded up to 12 months. So this one year, that is 1% of my life that I had to spend working hard to get my health back. Yep. And then to the be rest, able to live the rest of and your now, life. And now I'm just living out the fruits of that hard work. Mm -hmm. You know, I put in, I put in serious effort to get after it for 11 months so that I could enjoy the rest of my life. And that's what I'm doing. Yep. And, that's you know, what I, we did. And that's why I feel like we're so passionate about it when people are like, well, it's just hard right now. Well, duh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're trying to change your <laughs> habits. Like, it is hard. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. That hard doesn't mean you can't. Right. Hard doesn't mean you can't. It you just know? means that you put more effort into the little things that are going to benefit you, set yourself up for success, rely on discipline, knowing you're not going to wake up motivated every day, but you can do it anyways. Like, I, I, we chose our hard. Yeah. You know, I, cho yeah, I chose to, to sacrifice for 11 months so that I can live the next, you know, I guess I was what, 27 <laughs> or 20, yeah, 27 I when I, when I, or no, I guess long, later on that. Anyways, late twenties mm -hmm. when I hit my goal weight and you know, and then for the next 70 years, if, if I live to be a hundred, I get to just sit and enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. That was worth it. Yeah, sign me up for that, please. <laughs> yeah. oh. I will choose to be disciplined or, if that means I get to be, or I this. can be, I can be 40 with high cholesterol, heart disease and all these things and, and not be able to play with my kids and grandkids nope. and, and sit our, and watch from the sideline mm -hmm. and feel like garbage and be constantly taking medication and going to the, and going Which to is actually know. hard. Right. And then eventually <laughs> being to a point where I am forced to change my, to change my habits and then, or, or, <laughs> or I could start while I have it. Well, it's in my control, mm -hmm. take control, do it, get there, build the right habits. And then you just get to enjoy your life. And to me also, like I remember, 
like I remember vividly, like at the beginning of my journey when I did not want to get up and work out because again, that was a foreign thing to me. It was not normal. It was not easy. It felt hard every day. But I remember like getting up and I, I think it was like an old coach that told me this one time, but it really like stuck with me even to today. Like I would get up and be like, oh, I just don't want to. And then I'd have this thought in my head, like, well, can you, are you capable? And yeah, I'm capable of walking <laughs> to my car and getting in the car and driving to the gym and working out or you know, I don't really want to prep my food today. Like, okay, cool. Are you capable of making your chicken right now? Are you capable of prepping your protein? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So I'll do it. And so to me, it was like this thing that I made a deal with myself. Like anytime I'm capable of doing something, I'm going to choose to do it. And so making that dialogue in my head, like, oh, I don't want to, instead of automatically just feeling like, well, I'm not going to then I would make myself stop and check myself and be like, you don't want to, but can you? And if the answer was yes, I am physically capable of doing it and there's no reason I shouldn't be able to do it, then I would do it. Mm -hmm. And that's how I kept myself accountable and kept going on those days that I didn't really want to. But I wish somebody back then would have told me, like, find the joy in saying no and explaining that to me because I feel like that would have really helped me change my mindset to where I'm saying no today to this so I can say yes to my kids having their mom back later or, you know, fill in the blank. But but I mean, too, I just I think just going back to a practical, you know, just thinking about some of the things that we've heard just this last week from our clients, you know, dealing with, you know, kids being out of school, all the parties, baseball, softball, you know, just all these different sports that are ending right now. And like it's tournament time, you know, there's just a whole lot going on. And just listening to them say, well, I just can't or I just, you know, it's too hard. And, you know, I think I'm, you know, this is just something that just, I, you know, it's just not for me, you know, mm-hmm. I can't do it. And you're like, well, you're eating, you know, right. like, you know, like, that's what, like, and this we're sitting there yeah. and we always go back and we say, well, what are you eating? Well, you know, okay. So you're having to eat out more. What are your, what are your choices? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm only, you know, there's a water burger right next to the field. I'm like, sweet. This. There's a water burger next to our field too. And yep. guess what I get? A salad <laughs> yep. or a grilled chicken sandwich and it's some apple slices. And that's what I mean by you know, like, if not, you're doing the best you can in the situation that you're in, like a lot of people, like it's a real thing. Like I've been in those situations many times with our kids when we have late games and for some reason I didn't prep ahead of time. It's rare because now I'm pretty yep. good and disciplined about prepping ahead because I don't want to be in those situations. Mm-hmm. But for me, there are nights where like I just didn't get it done for whatever reason. And so we have a really late baseball game and it's like, my only option tonight is to eat Whataburger because it's the quickest thing that I can get to or eat at 10 o'clock tonight when I get home. Either not great options, but I can still do the best I can in that situation. And so that may look like I may not hit my macros perfectly today because I slacked on prepping which and planning, which I could have done, but I chose not to whatever reason. But I can still make a healthy choice at Whataburger. Like yeah. just because that's out of my control doesn't mean my choice at Whataburger isn't out of my control. And so that's kind of the point, like, People blame their lack of time, their lack of... Just a lot of excuses, right. honestly. I mean, really, that's what they are. They're excuses. And, you know, you're not busier than anybody else. There are... I mean, I'm not going to just knock people and say that they aren't busy. and Because, I mean, there but are... But we also are work people. with people who are night shift workers working super crazy hours and making it And they're it doing it anyway. And so that's what I think... Just, I yeah. try, I'm not trying right, to right, like right, speak right, for yeah. you, exactly. but I think... No, 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 you're good. That's exactly what <laughs> right. I was trying to get I to. think that the reason that that stuff doesn't make us not feel sorry for you, but not like resonate with you. It's because everyone has a different busy and that doesn't mean you're not busy, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean you can't do it still because we do work with people who are actually like deployed right now who literally 
are 24-7 working and don't get to come home, we and have, they're making it happen. <laughs> we have single mom nurses. Yes. We have single mom teachers. And we so have, when you know, we so hear like, someone that's like, well, I'm just so busy, I'm like, you didn't have five minutes to, you know, you couldn't make a healthy choice at water, but like, I it's mean, an excuse. You're still picking up groceries. Yes. You can pick up a, you can groceries. pick up pre-cooked meat. And on the other you know, side y'all. of that, though, if, if you're if you're listening to this and you're like, well, she's talking about me. If you're convicted, convicted, that's for a reason. But yeah. also at the same time, I'm talking about the people that are texting us and saying, I didn't have a choice. Right. And I'm like, yeah, you did. Yes. Like if you chose, if you just wanted to eat that tonight, that's, that's fine, fine too. But own that choice. Know you could have made a different choice and move on and like nail it the next day. The main reason that you're probably not seeing the results or success that you want is because you keep making excuses for your choices. You have to own that and have some self-accountability if you ever want to change it. And that might seem a little harsh, but that was me. I was the huge, I had the biggest victim mentality and I just can't. I have babies at home. I just can't. My husband's working 24-7. Yeah, I could. (laughs) I was choosing not to and then I was making it seem like it was out of my control because I didn't want to feel bad about myself. And so. I mean, I'm not, we're not saying that it's not hard, but you know, it's not, uh, the thing is it's simple, you know, but it's not always easy you know so there's different things you know that's the thing is yeah. it's just there is a way and if it's important to you and that's again like this isn't talking to people who just don't want to that's different like if you're happy with where you are you're happy with your results and you don't want it like that's fine but I'm talking to the people who do have a significant ways to get to their goal or people who keep struggling and having to start over again and again and again like those are probably the reasons that you're struggling or the top three of the reasons that you're struggling at least and so I just hope that you, if you're listening and this is resonating with you, that you leave here knowing that, hey, you can find the joy in saying no because it's always there. You can change your your perspective. You can be disciplined. You can do better than what you're doing right now if you put a little more effort into it. Even if you're the busiest person in the world, yes, you can. Mm -hmm. There's ways to combat that busy. You're not doing the prep work. You're not planning ahead. You're not making sure your environment's successful. You're not practicing, like, prepping your food to take with you, all those little things that you can be doing to make your life better. If you do have to eat out, you don't have to choose the double meat, large fry, large Coke. Like that's kind of like the point we're getting at. I feel like we're getting sidetracked now with what the basis was, but. Or you could just take a look at your screen time (laughs) and see where they, and see if you have time. (laughs) I know for me that I do. Yeah. (laughs) That was always a conviction for me when I would try to claim like, well, I just didn't have time to prep my food. And I'm like looking at my time. I was on Instagram and I'm like, it takes me 10 (laughs) minutes to prep my food. I was on Instagram for three hours today. So there's your answer. Mm -hmm. But anyways, I feel like we're rambling now. But if you're a client of ours, again, if you have questions or you're just struggling in one of these areas and you're like, I need a little bit extra help on how, like, tell me how to set my system up for success or environment, text us. That's what we're here for. And we want to help you. Or if you're wondering why you're not motivated. Yes. Text us. That's what we're here for. (laughs) If you're not a client and you're looking for nutrition coaching, we offer remote nutrition coaching to anywhere in the world. So you can always check out our website. It'll be posted down below in the comments. And as always, we want to hear your positive feedback. Um, So if you have something you want to say, or you have suggestions for what you want to hear us talk about next, let us know and share this with your friends. If you think that they could benefit from our coaching or just listening to this episode and we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye guys.